With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi and welcome back. Attorney Steve Vondran here. Welcome to another exciting episode of Vondran Legal Hour. Okay, so Attorney Steve Vondran here. So we're talking in this podcast about the single most important thing you can do when you're negotiating a photo infringement case. Okay, so you get a letter, let's say you get a letter from one of these law firms, you know, Higby and Associates is one of them, there's others, but say you get a letter and they're demanding thousands of dollars, 2,000, 5,000, 20,000, whatever they're demanding, and they're trying to get, obviously trying to get as high of a settlement as they can get, and usually I would say, I would say, let me rephrase that, you know, sometimes I have seen in their letters, they include a copyright registration certificate. And the certificate lets you know that the copyright, the photo at issue, maybe it's one or two photos, was registered with the United States Copyright Office. And it's important to have that. There is a difference between actually being registered with the Copyright Office and not registered at all. So, um, and real quick, we always talk about, you know, when you're a photographer, when you snap that photo, you got your camera, you snap it, you print it out, you've got the copyright automatically. You don't need to register your copyrights. And so some of these law firms, they'll even advertise that they take cases whether that your photos are copyrighted or not. I mean, and what they mean by that is whether it's registered with the United States Copyright Office or not. And there's a big difference. If you find yourself in a photo infringement case, you should ask. You know, it may be an attorney you're dealing with. It may be one of these copyright enforcement uh, people, non-attorneys, um, negotiating and handling these cases on, uh, for different firms. But I would ask, do you have the copyright registration so I can look up your claim? And sometimes they'll have it, and other times they won't. Like I said, some firms, will they, they don't care. They'll take a copyright claim with or without the registration. So I like to ask for that. That's one important thing. When I take cases as a plaintiff counsel, you know, I want copyrighted images. I want people that have actually taken the time to register their copyrights. Now, here's why it's important. Okay, so you may be saying, well, what's the difference? Well, the difference is if you have copyrighted your photo, number one, that's a prerequisite to file a federal court lawsuit. So if somebody is registered, it's real easy for them to go ahead and file a federal court lawsuit. So that's one thing is, you know, or at least you can you can assume that they might be willing to file a federal copyright lawsuit because they went through the trouble. Other people, you know, they they don't register their photos and they want to come try to collect on them. I'm not saying there's, you know, that it's not copyright infringement. I'm just saying, you know, you know, when your photo is registered, number two, you can obtain what's called statutory damages. And this is really a lot of times in these photo infringement cases what you're looking at. A person who has been infringed on can seek either their actual damages like their licensing fees 
or they can seek statutory damages. So if the copyrighted, if the photo, image, illustration, you know, vector, whatever it is, or artwork, if it's copyrighted with the copyright office, they could potentially seek, you know, if it if it's found to be willful infringement, they can seek thirty to one hundred and fifty thousand in statutory damages. Yes, that's right. Let me repeat that: thirty to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. So, and now that's the high end. That's willful. So it's you know, it's important to uh, ask him: Is this a registered work? I mean, did your client register this? Would you mind if I took a peek at the copyright registration? Can you send that over to me? So um, the difference between asking that question and not asking that question, if you don't know any better, could, I mean, you know, trust me, can amount to thousands of dollars in a, in a photo infringement case. So to me, that's probably the most important thing to do is ask, do you, is it registered? And if it is, then you have to take that into account. There's other things, as I've mentioned in other blogs and podcasts, like, you know, has the photo ever been licensed? Is this a commercial, you know, art, you know, art studio, you know, fine art studio, those kinds of things? Um, you know, has, does the owner sue? Is there a history of lawsuits by the photographer? Those are different things you can look up. So, but I just wanted to share this. I think it's a really critical point to know if you find yourself dealing in, with a photo infringement type of case, okay? Um, and not just photo infringement, you know, this would apply to videos and music and, you know, software and anything else. I would always ask to see, is this registered? So if not, photographers, get out there and register your valuable photos. We can help you with registration. We can help you with enforcement. And in the bigger photo infringement cases where you're dealing with demands for multiple thousands of dollars, we can help select defendants in those kinds of cases. Okay, Attorney Steve Honor, if you need more information, go to thephotolawyer.com, thephotolawyer.com, or find us on the web at attorneysteve.com. Okay, hope you've enjoyed this. This is general legal information only and not legal advice or a substitute for legal advice. If you like the podcast, give us a like, a thumbs up. Feel free to share this podcast. And that's about it. We'll see you again. And thank you for listening to Vondran Legal Hour. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.